0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, welcome. We're waiting for my guest this evening, but uh, hello, how, how are you doing? Welcome to the to a special edition of the Football Fan Show. I am Danny Harrington and I am with you, with my guest, through till to 8pm tonight. Um, just waiting for my guest, uh, which is Thomas Moore tonight, and um, we're talking all things European Super League. This is this is a massive story, so we felt that we had to uh, had to do a live stream, had to talk about it, um, because it is the biggest thing in football. And Jose Mourinho was sacked today, and yet that's not what we're talking about. We might we might just uh, might just go into it for a for a wee bit uh, tonight. How are you doing? I'm sure. If you have watched on Twitch, you would have seen my mocking of the European Super League on FIFA 21, where we uh, bought the 12 clubs together. I should say that we're streaming on multiple platforms uh, tonight. We are on twitch.tv forward slash the football fan show. We are on facebook.com forward slash... The, I, I, sorry, we're not on Facebook we're on my personal page but we're not on facebook.com forward slash the football fan show but go give us a like there we are on uh, we are on our Twitch page we are on YouTube right now and we're on our Twitter account and uh, we're going to go uh, over to our Twitter account where we had a number of polls um, to today uh, we asked a couple of questions as well a like for instance if the Big Six, the Big Six, were kicked out of the Premier League, who would you have replaced them? That is a question that we asked us, at, that we, we asked you a little bit earlier. Um, but we wanted to talk about the European Super League today. Um, my my thoughts on that were Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, Hibs, the the big teams in Scotland, um, because as far as I'm concerned, Celtic are a massive club, and they're just as big as Manchester. United Think about it There are Irish people Across the world There are Celtic supporters Clubs all over the world Celtic are a massive club However Obviously Rangers Are a big club As well We're going to talk about it, European Super League And um, we want to take Your calls as well uh, We are going to open The phone lines The phone lines are open Actually If you want to give us A call right now uh, Ahead of my guest Joining me um, You can do so Oh three thirty three three oh three forty eighty two. 303 uh, It's a uh, Standard network rates Apply you can also uh, type in TFFS live on Skype if you want to give us a call on Skype. You don't want to, you don't want to call from a mobile, you want to call from your uh, Skype account, you can do so. Uh, happy to chat to you about the European Super League. We want your thoughts, of course, on this massive, massive news story. We are going to tell you about it. We're going to hear from the head of UEFA as well. They've, they've released a couple of statements uh, today and it's it's a confusing time as a football fan i'm sure i'm sure many people are confused and i i did not put my phone on silent which is incredibly bad but it is it's a confusing time uh to be a football fan because who who's right who's wrong well the the 12 teams involved they're incredibly wrong um but i'm sure that uh people for some reason, it's keep it's saying that I'm playing FIFA 21. That's not correct. Uh, there you go. Sports. I am not playing FIFA 21, but uh, do give us a goal if you uh, wish to do so. Uh, just waiting for my guests to tonight. I hope they haven't left their phone. They they've probably left their phone switched off. That's what it is. Um, but we what what do we know about this european super league well right now we know that it is involving six english teams this so-called big 6 which include two teams that aren't on course to qualify for europe including arsenal and tottenham um two teams that have never won a champions league title in arsenal uh, sorry three teams that have never won a Champions League title, in Arsenal, Tottenham and Spurs, even though Celtic have won a European Cup. Nottingham Forest in the Championship have won two. Heck, even Aston Villa have won one. Just just pointing out the obvious. In fact, combined, Aston Villa and Nottingham Forest have won more titles than Juventus, Man City, Arsenal, Tottenham put together. Actually, if you add Chelsea to that, they've won just as many, because Juventus have only won two. And if you put Juventus and Chelsea together, even Benfica as a sole entity has won more European Cups than uh, Chelsea and Juventus put together. They've won four, by the way. Ajax have also won more, and yet they're not involved in this. Uh, Of course, we have Bayern Munich, uh, Borussia Dortmund, even Leipzig uh, saying that they're not going to be involved in this. And the rumor, the rumor mill, is is going crazy uh, with this story, as as I'm sure you can well understand. So, with that said, I want to hear now from the president of the Union of European Football Associations (UEFA). Rough English translation <laughs> of what UEFA means, but. Uh, this was uh, Alexander uh, Safirin uh, talking uh, to the media earlier.
1: I cannot stress more strongly at this moment UEFA and the footballing world stand united against the disgraceful, self-serving proposal we have seen in the last 24 hours from a select few clubs in Europe that are fueled purely by greed above all else. Our game has become the greatest sport in the world based on open competition, integrity, and sporting merit. And we cannot allow and we will not allow that to change, never, ever. As previously announced by FIFA and the six confederations, the players who will play in the teams that uh, might play in, uh, in, a, in the closed league will be banned on playing the World Cup and Euro. So they will not be able to represent their national teams at any matches. So we urge everyone from the millions of football lovers around the world, the world's media gathered in this call today, politicians and football's governing bodies to stand tall with us as we do everything in our power to ensure it this never ends up in fruition
0: that's the head of uefa speaking at a press conference earlier today uh, talking about potentially banning players from the world cup from the european championships uh, it, i've been watching sky sports news all day and cave solakold has been all over this for sky sports news and he was Uh, chatting at around lunchtime earlier today and claiming that he'd spoken to a board member of one of these uh, so-called Big Six teams in England, um, that there are board members of those clubs that are fundamentally opposed to this but lack the necessary power to be able to make a a difference. There is also uh, There are also rumours, by the way, let me just clear this up, that uh, Jose Mourinho had left Tottenham because of the European Super League. This is not true. It's been debunked. It is uh, because of results and his it's 17-month Raiders Tottenham manager uh, has ended. Uh, we will uh, focus on that <clears throat> maybe towards the end of the show if we get enough time. Um, but let me go through this uh, statement then. So, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United, and Tottenham are among twelve of these clubs to join this new European Super League. Um, granted, that uh, United uh, currently second in the Premier League, on course to uh, qualify for the Champions League this season. Uh, Manchester City, obviously, in the semi-finals of the Champions League. But Arsenal, Ham—I um, mean, Arsenal have the same amount of points as Leeds. You know, I don't mean to keep railing on Arsenal. This is not a, a, a me taking the fight to Arsenal. They're just the worst of these clubs at the moment. Tottenham are also equally just as bad. Um, the fact that you've got West Ham United in fourth, and you're saying that then that Arsenal and Tottenham deserve that. Those spots. No. Absolutely not. West Ham are... A, okay, yeah, they're having a blip of a season, and they'll probably end up finishing 15th next season, but let's face it, they're, they've done a damn better job than Tottenham and Arsenal have. This year, um, I mean, Everton are better than better than Arsenal this season. They're more deserving of that place in this European Super League. Uh, so it's also going to involve clubs like AC Milan, Juventus, uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Internazionale. Um, the what what the statement also says is that the ESL uh, founding clubs to establish a new midweek competition to replace the UEFA Champions League uh, with teams still continuing to play in their uh, respective national leagues what that says about the FA cup and the league cup in England or the copa del rey in spain or the, the copa italia in in italy i i don't know whether they would actually play in those cup competitions i don't know but In the statement, it does say that they would continue to play in the uh, domestic leagues. Now, this creates an issue, because I've seen many, many fans on Twitter say, you know, this isn't such... And I'm playing devil's advocate here. This isn't such an awful thing, because they'll still play in the domestic leagues. The thing about that is, the FA, the Royal Spanish Football Federation... And the Italian Football Federation are looking at banning these teams from domestic competition, purely because they're signed up to a European Super League. and So they would be banned from domestic competition. So taking part in a domestic competition is a no-go. And I'll go back to Carve Solikol of Sky Sports. And there are lots of these videos on the... Because I've been watching Sky Sports News all day. There's lots of these videos on the Sky Sports Football a YouTube channel. Please go check them out because they give a, a much better description than than what I can give. But he was, as I say, going back, talking to allegedly one of the board members of one of these big six Premier League clubs. And... Essentially, the the messages that he was getting uh, from this club is that they wouldn't really worry about being kicked out of the Premier League if that were to happen because they would have the European Super League. Uh, that if they were allowed to compete both in Europe in this ESL and the Premier League, that they would field weakened teams in the Premier League. Uh, essentially making the Premier League slightly more of a development league. Uh, because this cup competition would be uh, far more important to them financially, and kind of reminds me of if you've ever watched Gaelic football or or, or um, hurling, the Gaelic sports. They have the All Ireland Championships, which is um, essentially the FA Cup of both of those sports, Gaelic football and hurling. And they are the the cup is more important than the league. The league is just seen as as a way to develop players. Uh, but the Cup is far more important uh, to to those teams. And it seems that with this potential split from UEFA, from the domestic leagues, that the domestic leagues would just become essentially breeding grounds for young talent, which is kind of what the Papa John's trophy is all about with the uh, Premier League and Championship Under-23 teams taking part, which I hate anyway. It's uh, going on onto this, um, statement. There's been a lot of reaction. Uh, Derby County manager, Wayne Rooney said the, uh, the football pyramid must be protected. Uh, chief executive, of uh, Aston Villa, uh, Purslow, he's called it a grotesque concept. Um, Danny Murphy said he's, uh, I'm, he's disappointed and disgusted. Uh, and, uh, and this is another quote a bonfire of greed. A bonfire of greed. Uh, BBC's Dan Rowan has also been on this, as well as Sky Sports' Carve Solicol. Uh Dan Rowan tweeting out that uh, he was told that uh, Manchester United and Real Madrid are the ringleaders. Um, JP Morgan backing at the huge American financial firm which Manchester United have uh, links with, including the fact that uh, Ed Woodward, uh, Manchester United's Ed Woodward, is a former uh, JP Morgan banker. Um, three of these US-owned Premier League clubs uh, apparently really sold on this NFL model. This is American model. This is an American model of sport because they don't understand. And even Sir Carve Solacol back on uh, Sky was talking about this and the American owners don't understand why we have promotion relegation. Uh, it, it seems they want to be guaranteed money for mediocrity and and that's seemingly what they want they want to be rewarded for mediocrity and you're going to the well far too often with that and it's was it the plight of diminishing returns isn't it and you, you you look at it and you just think you know do you as as Jurgen Klopp put it two two years ago Do you really want to watch Liverpool versus Real Madrid for the 10th consecutive year in a row? Do you really want to watch that? Thomas Moore is my guest. He is an Arsenal fan and Arsenal are involved in this European S-word. How are you, Tom, by the way, before we get into it?
2: Um, I feel sick. Um, (laughs) You're
0: not the only one.
2: In every fibre and cell of my being, um, it's what. What the frustrating thing is is that they've made no. The clubs involved have made no secrets that it's a blatant money grab. Um, they are not sure sh- that no one's come out to defend it. The you know the the silent owners have remained silent in this, whilst all the criticism is buzzing about. And I could not think of a worse thing for not just fans, but the players for those clubs involved as well. Um, you know, that a lot of people talk about the impact of these fans. I was reading something from AFTV Media, because I'm unfortunately that way inclined, <laughs> um, saying that a, a spokesperson for, saying that someone at Arsenal has said that the sh- focus has shifted onto... Um, Away from what they call legacy fans, yes, and onto I the this. fans, and onto the fans of the future. So it's basically, so it's basically saying um, we're focusing on the casual fan. You know, we want to bring the someone who's not a football fan, or someone, someone who may be a fan of another club, to follow these teams because they've got all the superstars in. Yeah.
0: Um.
2: And I And I can't imagine you know pl- players who take pride in playing for their country are going to you know I don't believe it's going to sit too well with them you know ultimately like especially like especially like Arsenal like I, f- I feel really for like young talents like Saka and Emile Smith Rowe you know because for them for them at their race to be playing as well as they are to be potentially getting an England call up and then to be told that they may be banned from playing in those competitions because of the because of the short-sighted money grab by the elite that run the club that he plays for, it's just going to force them out. And no, no superstars are going to want to play. There will They will be the odd one that plays, obviously, for the money. But you know they they are going to they're doing yeah. a damage to themselves by not by playing in this league. You know, no no sponsorship would ever touch them. You know, they weren't. You know, you, th- you think how it's going to impact transfers and things like that. You well, know, yeah, are you um,
0: able? To... I was going to say you bring up a great point with the, with transfers, and, and particularly I, I mentioned already uh, Bayern and, and Dortmund and, and Leipzig. And actually, I should have, I, I should have also mentioned Porto, who have already said that they've uh, they will not accept one of these four because it's meant to be sixteen founded teams. It's twelve, but it's they're meant to be four others. Presumably, they wanted. Dortmund, Leipzig, Bayern, PSG. Um, quite frankly, I'll get into the reasons why PSG ha- have not signed up because there's a conspiracy about it. Um, but in terms of transfers, if these clubs are left behind, your Bayerns, your PSGs, you're going to find it increasingly hard to, to hold on to players like Neymar because they're going to want to play in this... Uh, just Neymar as an example or Mbappe. You can pick anyone. Um that they're going to want to play in this European Super League because they're going to want the biggest, the to play in the biggest matches to to get the biggest money. It's something like uh, uh, three billion, three billion quid. Uh, it's meant to raise altogether, and then it's something ridiculous like uh, three hundred million a team, or, or something, or well over mm. around two hundred million a team. Which the prize money for winning the Champions League is one hundred and twenty million. Uh, so it's definitely going to disadvantage the teams that aren't in it because, once again, we're going to see the uh, the likes of, of Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atleti, AC, Internazionale, Juventus, Spurs, Arsenal, all of those clubs, uh, City, United, Liverpool, um, Chelsea, all have that, that that financial impetus to be able to say, well, we like you, we'll just pluck you. Pluck you from there, pluck you from there. Oh, who cares about buying? They're not in the European Super League. <sighs>
2: it's it's a, it's a shambles, honestly. Like you don't know how it's going to affect transfers because you know it's especially it's like you're essentially, they're joining a league that you can you can you can't be relegated from. You know, so it's it's like these. So, like, if you look at the MLS, no one gets relegated from the MLS. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a league of what? Like, I, I forget how many teams are in. I was like a fifteen I think team league,
0: 18, 18 teams per conference. So they have the Eastern. But yeah, you missed the the um the thing that I said, which was uh, it's it's rewarding mediocrity. It's rewarding mediocrity yeah. because they can be mediocre. Let's face it. No offense, I keep going after Arsenal and Tottenham. I don't hate North London. I just think your teams are the worst in this yeah, in this we, entire group. If, You'd get spanked every week.
2: Yeah, if if I'm honest, we would. And you know, from a football side from a football side, you know, it makes no sense Arsenal joining this league um because you're you know, you're joining a a league full of Europe's elite clubs. Where Arsenal haven't been an elite club since the days of, you know, the 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 mid tenure of Arsene Wenger, and and it, and it still baffles my mind to this day, like at the, at this moment in time, how some some teams have this big club mentality with, you know, because they have money behind them, you know, the, these teams who have invested so much money into the grassroots of football. It's, it's, it also seems like a way, as much as it's a money grab by the by the elite, it also seems like it's a way of these clubs in order to protect their pre- positions, you know, so they can say to themselves, we're Europe's elite because we play in the Euro- European Super League. Absolutely. it prevents, like, massive upsets. So it prevents pre- teams like, you know, if it's going to be managed and run by, you know, a select few wealthy clubs, then it stops people in the premier league like your crystal palaces your burnley you you know you've got teams in in you know, la liga like your celta vigos your Villarreal's, your Valenzi's, real Batiste you know, back what's...
0: in the day yeah i know exactly what yeah, you yeah know.
2: like a lot a lot of these a lot of these clubs because they don't have money a lot of people use the money side of it to actually determine a club's size and that and that means absolutely nothing i mean if you look at leeds united all right they've come good in the last few years but they've never, they've never stopped happening. That massive club mentality. You know, these these are teams. I mean, if you look at Man City, struggled to sell out a stadium every week pre-COVID, yeah. whereas there's never, there is never an empty seat at Ellen Road.
0: No, and even if you go into the Championship, you look at a club like Sheffield Wednesday. They have some of the biggest attendances in in the entire division, and they're in the bloody relegation zone. I'd like to um, go back to my favourite Sky Sports News. Uh, Reporter Carve Solico because I keep talking about him. Uh, I love the fact that he tweeted Benfica, Celtic, Feyenoord, Ajax, Forest, Villa, Hamburg, Stahl, Bucharest, Porto, PSV, Red Star, Belgrade, Marseille, and Dortmund have won 19 European Cups. Arsenal, Athleti, Man City, and Spurs have won zero, um, which <laughs> annoys the crap out of me. Um, yeah. the Juventus have only won two, by the way, and yet they have a God-given right as the best team in Italy. Uh, Cyan024, watching from Bangladesh. Hiya, how are you doing? Uh, he asks, or oh, they ask, I should say, sorry to gender you, um, what, what do you guys <laughs> think should happen now after all this? And we're going to get into it now because I am a fan of the Gary Neville approach. Now, I put this out on our Twitter page at TFFS Live on Twitter go check it out there is the poll it's still running for a day 313 votes on this one should the big six be docked points for their involvement in the european super league as per gary Neville's suggestion yesterday 83.7 percent of you no surprise said yes only 16.3 percent said no now i'm just going to assume that's all the burnley fulham and all those fat um but i would love to see them get dot points and and have a massive financial fine i'd love them to be kicked out the league to be perfectly honest with you i'm a bit like remember when a certain country wanted independence from the uk um and i was I, at that point i was kind of like oh why don't you guys go away already so i'm kind of like that with the with these six. And I was thinking earlier, who who would I get in if these six teams were eliminated? Obviously, you've got to factor in like Norwich City coming up from the Championship, potentially Watford, and whoever wins the playoffs with Sheffield United. Do you do you re, do you not relegate teams from the Premier League, or do you invite other teams to participate? I think you invite other other teams to participate. If you're gonna, if yep. Manchester United City. Uh, and all that are going to leave. Why don't you go to, this is the perfect opportunity to say to Celtic and Rangers, you are two massive clubs. The Premier League would greatly benefit from having you in it. Come and join us. Even Hearts Hiboney, or throw it even further. Ask Ajax.
2: I think, yeah, I think we're just, I I don't believe that um, Celtic and Rangers would leave Scotland football because that'll come right out of their comfort zone and then they stop becoming serial winners. Um so I would say invite teams up from the championship. You know, if 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 the if you know is is football's a pyramid and pyramids are buildings and with any building, you know, when when six or so bricks fall out, you put new ones in. And these mm. ones, are, and these ones, you know, last a lot longer. So I would say, put a, put the championship teams in there. You know, push everyone up the pyramid. You know, no no one's going to. They've they've got to look at the fun, like you know, the financial impact of these leagues. If they're hoping to invest these this three point five billion quid into this league, and they, and, are, and are expecting a massive return then they're absolutely fooling themselves because it's the, it's the fan, it's the constant. It's the, it's the season ticket holder for 40 years that puts the money into the club. The clubs rely on season ticket holders. They're, that's their big money spinner in terms of fans. Mm.
0: Uh, and they're just I, alienating those people. Yeah, absolutely. The legacy fans, as they've called yeah, them. These, these,
2: these fans are the ones that go in every week. You know, to watch their team play. If you're th- if you're thinking that that same fan is then going to do the same, is going to do the same. So, like this fan, this this guy who works five days a week to go and then spends x amount of money to go watch Man United play on a weekend. If you think every other weekend he's going to fly out to Barca or Italy, or you're going to fly to Germany, if, yeah. if you're if you're thinking that, then you're then you are kidding yourself. You know that's not what's going to happen. No, people are not. I, I can see what they're trying to do by trying to appeal to the casual fan. They're basically trying to Americanize the league. You know they're trying to do exactly what happens in China in the MLS. You know you get these you get the common fan invested into the football by the names of a few superstars, and that's all they're trying to do. Again, like like Kavey Solikol said. He said, "What in the Europe in the European Super League? What is going to be the main thing they play for? The JP Morgan Trophy,
0: exactly, exactly. That's uh, literally all it's going to be." I'm going to say Jurgen Klopp has uh, uh, reportedly come out in uh, complete and utter disagreement with um, this league, and he has said, "I hope this league will never, never happen." Essentially, uh, this he was his pre pre match. Yeah, he will, he will, and a lot of Liverpool fans are expecting it. By the way. Uh, I've seen on Twitter that uh, a lot of Liverpool fans are like, if this is the straw that breaks, breaks the camel's back, we agree with Klopp. Um, but yeah, he, he spoke to Sky Sports Premier League before the uh, obviously they're playing Leeds United. I like Gary Neville's suggestion that if Liverpool's owners don't want competition, they should take to the field, get the Leeds players off and just play in front of an open goal Yeah. if they don't want competition.
2: They, yeah, absolutely. This This is what happens when... You know, I'm not. I'm not against money being in football. You know, there's a lot of people, a lot of football players who do very well for football, and a lot of them have been given a platform and they've done really well to Actually, shed that. Like, I must say, like one of my favourite people to listen to on on punditry is Micah Richards.
0: I um, love
2: like Micah. Yeah. He he speaks so much sense, but at the same time, he's just such a down to earth guy. Um, it's just it's it's really disheartening. I would, I'd imagine for the players as well, knowing that, you know, they're being dragged kicking and screaming into this league without a say. You know, they're um, being told, you know, yeah. if they're being told that, okay, you know, if, if the best were to happen and this, let's say this Super League happens and they still get, you know, Premier League games and things like that, that's still twice in a week that they're playing. These There are injuries across the leagues, left, right and centre, because a lot of these, you know, top tier clubs are having... Um, European competitions, domestic competitions, the league, all being played within the space of a few days. Arsenal, when, before they played um, Fulham at the weekend, only flew back in from the Czech Republic on Friday night. You know, so you know, a lot of these players are tired, they're fatigued, injuries are a lot. What, what they're essentially doing is essentially promoting this kind of style of you know, football coming thick and fast. And and my dad was saying the other day, you know, and and on this, he speaks a lot of sense in the fact that it's gotten to the point where because every single football match is televised now, you know, there's just something boring and monotonous about football at the moment.
0: Yep. If If... I was going to add to that. I don't even like the Champions League format now, and yet they've they've re, revamped it. I just want to go back to something you said about the players because we've had another question from Sion at 024. And he says, even if the teams get kicked out of the league uh, or slash get banned, what will happen to the players? Well, I, I imagine the clubs, their billionaire American owners who have come up with this idea will have to foot the bill. And remember, uh, Man City are owned by an oil-rich Arabic state. They can definitely afford it. <laughs> Fenway Sports Group would just sell. That's what they would do because they're spineless cowards, uh, as are the Glazers, uh, although they're in too much debt. I understand, by the way, and this is a factor that we haven't bought into it, and it's just only started to be talked about by some fans. Uh, if we if we not look at the English situation for, for a moment, because uh, I will get back to that, because I believe they're at a disadvantage joining such a European uh, Super League. Um, but... Real Madrid and Barcelona are in what two billion quid's worth of debt. It, it, they're desperate. They need the money. They're des. They are so desperate for the cash that they they are going for this hail mary approach. Uh, I believe. Mm. Um, I think the Real Madrid chairman is is quite frankly set Blatter in another in another life. Quite frankly, I mm. I, I think very little of um, is it. Uh, uh i can't remember florentino he, uh, perez florentino perez i just i view him and set blatter in the same kind of light i just think they're yeah. both scumbags utter scumbags yeah they
2: but... are they you know it, it says it all really when you see that this is going to be a league headed up by florentino uh, perez and a member of the glazer family
0: uh you know,
2: yeah you're 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 essentially basically saying you know we're you're going this is going to be a league headed up by some of the two of the biggest crooks in all of football. You and know, you might, that... you might as well, you might as well put Mino, Re... <laughs> Me... as head of uh, head of
0: transfer uh, policy. Is...
2: <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. Mina, Mina... <laughs> Mina people as like Mino, <laughs> are licking their chops. And oh yeah, it it just opens up a lot more questions to the people who use football as its plaything. You uh, know, absolutely. like the agents, the owners, and things like that.
0: A lot you know, of people are going to make a lot of a... money, and the fans are going yeah. to get screwed over th-
2: again. Yeah, absolutely, because you know the club in in terms of in in terms of the fans, the, you know the clubs don't make any money off of the fans. It's the sponsorships, it's the TV deals, and all all of that. You know they, but they want to appeal to growing markets now. They they see no money to be made in the UK from a business standpoint. It makes sense if you're trying to appeal to a market like America. A country that has nearly 400 million population. Whereas, if you think you're my, the the the, the they they're going to appeal for things like, you know, go for China. You know, the most populated country on the world. That's the reason why you saw such a massive re, uh, massive surge in the Chinese Super League, because these TV deals um, in China are worth absolute billions of billions mm. of pounds and dollars, only for these. Only for these small clubs in China to be littered with a few world superstars, and these world superstars get paid loads and loads of money
0: half a million um, a we- uh, these... half a million a week yeah
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely and Ridiculous. following on from that that's that's essentially what they're creating That it's i'm trying to think of a phrase to think i'm trying to think of something to sum this up it's it's almost creating like I suppose I wouldn't say a, like a vacuum effect, but it's more to do with the fact of a it's, it's very self-serving. Without mincing words, it's basically, you know, the these teams see themselves as putting them on a platform. Mm. They're putting themselves on a platform and essentially, you know, not to mince words, sucking sucking themselves off.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. They 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 think they're God's gift to um, God's gift to the sport yeah. and. Uh... You know, yeah, uh, th- th- they aren't. Um, let's... So, obviously, I, I understand it from a um, Real Madrid-Barcelona uh, standpoint that they are so much in debt that they need anything. Anything that can help them. That Well, getting rid of Lionel Messi would be one for Barcelona, but apparently then they're going to negotiate a new contract. On the day Jose Mourinho was sacked, and no one's actually talking about it. Um, and we're not either. I... Look at this. Uh, so we've got another statement. Uh, this one from the chairman of the Danish FA, and he's a UEFA Exco member as well. Uh, he's told the Danish media that he expects Man City, Chelsea, and Real Madrid to be removed from this season's Champions League, effectively making the null and void winner at PSG. So, Thomas Tuchel, cool. you should have just stayed. <laughs> you should have just been able to keep hold of your players, not annoy them, and stay in the uh, league uh, apparently also uh, it's been reported that some of the owners of these breakaway clubs would be secretly delighted if their players were banned from international uh, football um, because they receive very little financial reward for releasing their players and there's a massive risk of injury as well uh, so you know i am you know you got your traditionalists that are fundamentally against this and i think most nearly all football fans I've, I've i'm yet to see somebody that wasn't a troll on twitter suggest that this was a good idea because every everybody that said it was a good idea had a copy and paste message so you know that they are just trolls i can't see uh, i can see this taking off i can see this taking off um and with all this done we've been talking about uh we didn't have time yesterday when we did this program uh to talk about the uh Uh, Champions League reform which has now gone from 32 to 36 teams I you know, I I don't like this European Super League, I don't even like the Champions League the way it is, I prefer it when clubs like Panathinaikos and Rosenborg and and Spartak and and Shakhtar I want the smaller clubs, I want the smaller nations, I want them involved because I don't want to watch Real Madrid versus Manchester United for the 7th billionth time, I'd rather see an upset where Panathinaikos get a one-nil win, or remember when Basel beat Manchester United to knock them out? The heck, Shakhtar Donetsk beat Real Madrid in Madrid in this season's Champions yeah. League. Why would you then deny Shakhtar, a really good team, the opportunity to play Real Madrid, which they deservedly yeah. de- they deserve it for winning you've, the Ukrainian you've, you've Premier
2: you've League? You got, you know, you you you've got to look at it towards of like you know they they're only interested in the matches that can make the money bring them tv ratings you know how many times over the last few seasons have we seen you know when they when they do the draws for like the um when they do the draws for like uh the next round of matches you cannot say that you know there's not a, a bit of fixing going on there because if you've got both real madrid and barcelona in a semi final they're deliberately going to make sure that you know they don't face each other so that they've got an absolute money-making mm. final It's Real Madrid versus Barcelona. I'm not being funny. We don't need to see them play three times in a season. They will play twice in a season on La Liga and it gets all the coverage in the world. BT Sport will cover it. Go watch it there. Yeah. You don't need it in the Champions League. I want to see someone step up and it, the only thing I can think of coming good from this is the fact that if they are expelled, then we'll see some genuine change in the people who dominate this league because it's the same two or three clubs every year that win. And it's simply because of a financial advantage. I would, Mm -hmm. I would say, you know what, let them have their cake and eat it as well. They can go to this super league. They can see how they can see what the knock on effect of it is by not having the support of the fans. You know, they know they're just playing in half empty stadiums for a bag of cash and no pride. They're not playing towards anything. There's no relegation. You know, you're not going to be able to play for your national team. Which um, ultimately, you know, from my standpoint, I can't see a football player playing for anything other than they want to be able to represent their team at a World Cup.
0: Just makes them mercenaries do you
2: Kylian, Yeah. Do you think Kylian Mbappe, you know, with all that he's done in such a short space of time in his very young career, do you think he he would want to be a part of it? Obviously PSG or not. Do you think someone like him would want to be a part of this league where he just plays superstars all the time? He'll get paid a bag of money for it, I'm sure. But he's got—he could represent his country at the World Cup three or four more times before he retires.
0: Probably win a few, few more World Cup. I just want to bring you the statement yeah. from Gary Neville, who's on the uh, Monday Night Football with uh, Carragher as well. Obviously, both, uh, both. Massively critical of this. And if you watched uh, the uh, Sunday football on uh, Sky Sports or you watch the Gary Neville podcast or listen to that, uh, he has been massively critical and talked about docking them points, kicking them out of the league, um, calling for back when Project Big Picture was a thing, an independent regulator. What he said on Sky tonight is I've stayed quiet about the Glazers for a long time, but I can't anymore. What I can't live with is them attacking every single football fan in this country. They have stepped over the mark. They are scavengers. I'd I'd like to agree with that. I'd also like to say that uh, looking at running this, uh, Edward Woods, uh, Manchester United would be on this board. Uh, the Real Madrid chairman would be the chairman of... Uh, the board uh, of this Super League they've all resigned by the way all these clubs have resigned from the European Clubs Association the ECA uh, today Uh, they've all resigned all members uh, have resigned and including the Agnelli family who own Juventus um, their chairman uh, who is a member of that family has stood down and would be the third in command of this league let me say, let me talk about uh, juventus and let me talk about the agnellis uh, they have enough money they have more money than they than they know what to do do with they own the larger they own 15% of the largest car manufacturer in the world the l- 15% of uh, what is now a merger of fiat chrysler and the Peugeot group the largest car company in the world they have. They own Ferrari. They own Ferrari. They own the F1 team. They own the Le Mans team. They own Juventus. They own various media companies in Italy. They. I think they also own um, The Economist or something like that as well. So, quite frankly, they've got more money than they know what to do with. So why? Why are they bleeding more money out of Juventus? They don't need to do it. I know the Italian league... Isn't really competitive, but where are Juventus in the table again? Well, they're certainly not top because that's Internazionale. Uh, so
2: <laughs> they all they're doing is they're essentially building a fortress for themselves to say, "With we built this is you know this is our castle. We're king and we love it." They're they're essentially preventing themselves from being subject to any kind of upset. They just want to play the best teams week in week out for money. Even then, the this spokesperson from one of the big six clubs saying it's going to be less about football. It's going to be, they want less football, not more football. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but if you're taking the integral part of this industry out of it, that, you're, that is complete insanity. How, how do you maximise profits? How do you how do you maximise your TV ratings? They're saying their main goal is to um, generate revenue and profits. You cannot do that if you don't have a game to play. You know a performer you know a performing artist, a singer doesn't make money. They'll make less money and sell out less shows if they perform less songs. So if you're going to say we're going to play less football, then. You're taking the integral part out of it if you're expecting these players to maintain their brand deals because they're not going to get these massive brand deals you know Virgil van Dyke's not going to get keep getting the money he's earning from Nike by because he's appearing less on TV he's not getting the same exposure therefore Adidas and not uh, sorry Nike are not getting the same advertising revenue from him therefore they're going to sign them up to smaller deals so ultimately this will knock back on these players.
0: I will I feel, say. I feel
2: like, I'll go on. I was going to say, I will not pour any money into. I've said to myself, as of yesterday's announcement that Arsenal were in it, I refuse to pour any, pay any more money into Arsenal. I will not buy their shirts. I will not buy their jerseys. I, I, I'll proper. I'll say to you, Dan, as soon as the season can resume properly and football at all levels can resume me and you i want us to go to a swindon supermarine game
0: oh you know, to the yes that... now you're talking
2: yeah me and you to go to a swindon supermarine game you know go to go and watch a game amongst people who love to play the sport and yeah. don't just see it as their plaything.
0: yeah and and in that vein Highworth town as well we'll go <laughs> we'll go watch them as well Absolutely. Um, uh, the 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 nearest fan-owned club that I absolutely love is Bath City. They are they are amazing, uh, but uh, they're a bit too far. Uh, I will say that Leeds United players in the warm-up were wearing a uh, t-shirt that said "Earn it" on it, uh, with the UEFA Champions League uh, symbol. And there's also a uh, a banner within Ellen Road, uh, which Leeds United have tweeted out saying "Earn it on the pitch." And football is for the fans. Um, And without the fans, football is nothing. That's kicking off at 8 o'clock. We're going off in about 10 minutes. Uh, We're not talking about Jose Mourinho. He was sacked today. And uh, looking at Tottenham, we kind of looked at it uh, yesterday. So go check it out on the podcast. There are some bizarre names uh, linked with the job. Sol Campbell, the next Tottenham manager. You heard it here first. Uh, (laughs) Don't somehow... (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen, and I, that's a, I don't know what where else to go with this. It's killing the the pyramid. Actually, no, there there is one more place I can go with this, and I hinted at it earlier that English clubs would be at a disadvantage by joining the European Super League because essentially uh, the Premier League makes more money than La Liga, Syria, Liga One, and Bundesliga, and uh, they have a way more pocket. In terms of uh, transfer spending, than uh, than their European counterparts, but they'd be willing to sacrifice that to play Real Madrid ten times a season or, or Barcelona, and uh, they would then find themselves on parity with with those those clubs. Because guaranteed, if they uh, if they do this, then the Premier League's TV revenue is going to go down. Because why why would BT and Sky um, spend all that money on the premier league when there's a better competition out there and to be fair BT put out a statement saying that uh that, that they weren't that you know it's 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 not for the good of the game that they weren't interested in it despite obviously having massive investments in the premier league and the champions league as a part of their broadcasting so of course they're going to say that it's another reason why psg aren't involved because the qataris don't want to annoy fifa ahead of the 2022 world cup and be in sports which is a, a massive sports channel in in the arabic world uh, which you would have heard about when um, the saudis tried to buy newcastle and the fact that they were pirating be in sport for a qbet channel in uh, saudi uh BN Sports owns the Champions League rights uh, in the Middle East because, you know, Richard Keyes and Andy Gray do the um, punditry for them. Um, But they have massive investments into the Champions League and they're not going to want to mean that investment is zilch, zero, nutter with a European Super League if they're going to take their own club out of the Champions League. Uh, Ten years in a row, we're going to have PSG Bayern Munich final. I can't wait for Bayern Munich to level. The amount of European Cups that Real Madrid have won. Uh, this is this is so disheartening because we had like six months ago we were talking about this. It feels uh, with Project Big Picture. It was it wasn't that long ago, but then they came out and said, "No, it's not going to happen." You know, we're not we're not going to break away. We're not going to have a European Super League. And then despite saying that, they completely lied to us, mugged us off, and we are now full steam ahead, it appears, for a European Super League, which unfortunately looks like it's going to be impossible to stop. My only wish is that Swindon Town had been invited to the European Super League.
2: we're it's... already losing 4-0. We're already losing 4 nil at games. We don't but need we... to lose 40-0 at games. But
0: we could lose 40-0 to Real Madrid every year. That's wonderful. No, I'm joking. But
2: um the, the, the thing is, the thing is it sounds like it'll probably be the only way that Swindon stay in League 1 at the moment. <laughs> Obviously if these six teams get expelled okay. and everyone moves up six places that takes us out of the relegation zone. <laughs>
0: um yeah. Uh, yeah, that he'll, he'll put Brian Minchin on it's like Twitter. It's,
2: it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Gary Neville saying, you know, it, the best thing that can come out of it is if these teams do get expelled mm. and that then it opens a door for new, for new clubs, you know, p- clubs to actually, you know, whose job it, who mainly just feel like they just need to stay in the Premier League rather than, you know, yeah. fight for anything you know, people like your Crystal Palaces, your Burnleys, your Brightons, you know, your Newcastle United, you know, allow those teams, you know, who may not have the same financial advantage. Because that the, at the end of the day, every single club that's won the league in the last 10 years, it's been tossed and turned between Liverpool, Liverpool won it once, but it's been a toss-up between Mad City and Chelsea.
0: And then occasionally
2: the that... Leicester. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. and And it's a case of, you know, it's literally just being... Teams that have bought it. They've absolutely bought it with the financial advantage that they have.
0: Brian Munchen, I just want to say Brian Munchen on uh, YouTube, says uh, he's against... They're against the, EF, uh, the ESL. Um, but they're also against the new format of the Champions League. So am I. I hate the new format. I don't even like the Champions League as it is now. I'd rather it go back to the, to how it was in the early 2000s, as we were talking about earlier, with the likes of Olympiakos, Panathinaikos, AEK Athens, Rosenborg. I want a variety of different teams. I just don't want the same. It's why I don't subscribe to BT Sport. It's why I don't watch the Champions League. Because I, I don't want to watch the same old teams playing the same old teams. I don't want to watch It'll... Real Madrid versus Barcelona for like the millionth time. Sorry, go on.
2: Yeah, that's that's why, to be fair, as crazy as people say I sound, I prefer the Europa League. I honestly prefer the Europa League because, the, you know, there are different clubs in there. Those, those are the ones where you can see the upsets happening. You know, the ones where, you know, teams that you've never heard of, you know, a good performance can then become household names overnight in their country and in several other countries around Europe.
1: Mm. You
2: know, it invite it invites newer teams to it from countries where, there's not that much coverage. I'm sorry, but I'm sick and tired of seeing Real Madrid, Barcelona, Liverpool, Man City. You know, those games, I'm happy to see at a domestic level. We don't need to see them at a European level. All right, these are great clubs in their own right. But at the same time, you know, there's nothing more. There's, there's nothing more that gets you more excited. I'll tell you something now. Would you be more excited seeing an El Clasico or De Clasica Dortmund Bayern Munich? You know, would you be more excited about one of those games? And would you feel the same amount of excitement as in the Champions League a couple of years ago when Ajax absolutely trounced Real Madrid?
0: Yeah, I absolutely loved it when Ajax nearly, nearly won it, and I love the fact that Porto got to the quarterfinals this, this season. Yeah, I would rather. I would rather watch the ups. I watch for the upsets. It's why I don't watch the FA Cup be- beyond the fifth round. I w- I mm. like watching the lower league teams. I like watching Stone versus, you know, whoever Crystal Palace or, or, you know, when we had Arsenal versus Sutton United, that was fantastic. And Su-
2: yeah, and Sutton's reserve goalkeeper was munching on a pie at the bench.
0: <laughs> yes, he got banned for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that, that's the thing, you know. These teams, you know. Teams in the past, like at a lower level have been expelled and players have been suspended for all manner of reasons. you know not once has it been greed like no. the, they should the team should be expelled they expelled Mount, they expelled Bury from the football league for what was basically not having their finances in order. So hmm. that means there's something to be said for a club that tries to use its finances to muscle in and dominate the game. Hmm. So if they're going to expel a small football club like Bury, one that relies on its fans and the club identity to move forward, surely then you can expel these teams not a problem for their incessant greed because then it's their greed that helps put, that stops these upstarts that stops these teams coming up through the football pyramid.
0: Mm. and uh, I think you know it's serious when the Prime Minister makes a statement on it and uh, I'm just trying to find what Boris, good old Boris has uh, been uh, talking about I'm trying to find uh, that statement but um, Andrea Agnelli who, uh, who I was uh, talking about as the chairman of Juventus he was the head of the European Clubs Association, he's a uh, he stepped down. We've seen um, uh, Liverpool fans protesting outside of uh, Anfield today. They want um, Fenway Sports Group out. Uh, I think this is the biggest... And we can end on this because I know we're approaching fastly approaching 8 o'clock and it's only a one-hour stream. But I think this is the biggest, the biggest call. And I know there are flaws with this system. This is the biggest indication that we need a 50-plus-1 rule in the UK, in England, because... Or just ban foreign ownership. I mean, that's that's drastic, that last one. But a 50 plus one rule in, in England would prevent this from happening. To, to think that, you know... Uh, Joel Glazer, who would be the second in command of this European Super League, didn't even know the... It took him three years to understand the offside rule. Three years... Okay okay there are referees that have worked 10 years and don't understand the offside rule so that's maybe a bad example but uh they want to re- so let's take let's let's finish it here let's discuss the biggest takeaways they want to be rewarded for more, uh mediocrity they want to be rewarded for mediocrity uh, in fact actually we've just got a few more comments actually so i just want to go through those um Papa Perez literally said he will create his own World Cup if the players are banned from... This just reminds me. There is a fabulous example of this and it comes from the world of cricket. There was an Australian businessman, a billionaire called Kerry Packer. He couldn't get the rights to Australian cricket from their version of the BBC ABC in Australia so what did he do he created World Series Cricket signed the best players who were then banned from the ICC from playing any other forms of cricket other than Kerry Packer's uh, league that's and then Kerry Packer eventually got the rights to the Australian cricket to some rights and then he cancelled his league and released all the players although some of the players would never find their way back into their national teams uh, because The the likes of the ECB and the um, Indian Cricket Board never forgave them. Um, So, you know, this is a... a, Go, if you haven't, um, was at uh, Kerry Packer's War, because it's all... It's about cricket, and I know not everyone's a fan of cricket, but it's a fantastic example of, of a businessman trying to, you know, hijack a sport. Um, Brian Munchen again on uh, YouTube says, I don't like how easily it is, how easy it is for the bigger clubs to come in and swoop in for players for, of smaller clubs. Well, you look at the Premier League, you know, the academy system, you're able to just take players from other teams. If you've got a certain grade of academy and you go to a club with a lesser grade of an academy, you can just go, we'll have him because we've got a better academy. It'll help the national team. And I think that's where it comes from. But he also adds, I feel uh, we got robbed of seeing Ajax, going back to what you said, Tom, um, uh, from seeing Ajax more, uh, the Leicester team that won the Premier League. Well, if these big six teams were eliminated, then you would have Leicester top of the Premier League. West Ham would be second. And your biggest teams in the Premier League would be Aston Villa, Everton, Leeds, Newcastle, um, West Ham... Uh, who else i'm just thinking who would be the the big six but anyway don't worry kick kick Tottenham and Arsenal out replace them with barnet and Whealdstone, two alternative north london clubs with that said um Tom's got a busy day of work tomorrow. I've got a busy day of work tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for this one hour European Super League live stream. The podcast is going to be available very, very soon, whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're watching on Twitch, whether you're watching on our Twitter channel. Thank you very much. Uh, sign up to our Twitter page at TFFS Live, facebook.com forward slash the football fanshow. And of course, you can uh, visit us on Twitch, twitch tv forward slash the football fan is primarily where we stream and then youtube it's uh, the football fan show live thank you very much for watching tom anything else you want to add before i uh, wrap it up on the esl you can call them houses if you want wish that's the, oh by the way that's the new rule whenever we talk about these clubs i know twitch doesn't like me swearing but i'm going to refer to them as shithouses um so <laughs> anything else you wish to add um
2: no, I'm just going to find a bucket and be sick. I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna find that's... a. I'm gonna find a very dark corner of my house to hang my Arsenal shirt, um, where it will never see the light of day. If they go through with this league, um, all mm-hmm. I all I can say is, if we really, if people really want to hurt this Super League and the hierarchy that think they own football, go back to grassroots and support local teams. We'll go to Swindon. We'll go to Supermarine. We'll go to Highworth Town. We'll go to Bath City. You support these small clubs that l- rely on the ticket revenue. That's what I'll be doing, and I hope everyone else does the same.
0: Go support smaller clubs. Swindon Town Football Club and a potentially annoying Brian Munchen here, but 1860. And a, I'm wearing a bloody Gibraltar shirt, so you know I'm hopeless. <laughs> With that said, good night. And hopefully... Sanity will resume. And Jose Mourinho was sacked today and we didn't even talk about it. Bye!